0: There is more to this world than what we usually see with our eyes. The Bible talks about angels and demons and spiritual beings that have rebelled against God and that are at war with him. And because they're at war with him, they're at war with us. God loves humanity. And so we are wrestling against spiritual beings that are fighting against us. So in this video, I want to talk about some of the things that the Bible says about spiritual warfare and give you some tools in the spiritual battle and also just share some of my experiences with spiritual warfare. So let's start with what the Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter six. It says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. So this is giving us the picture that we are in a real fight against the powers of darkness in this world. Some people have the idea that God is controlling everything that happens in this world. And that is not true at all. The things in this world that are happening that are evil, are being done by spiritual beings who have real power. And that is, you know, the first thing I want to say is that there are two sources of power in this world. You can get power from God. There is supernatural power of God to, you know, that does miracles, that heals people, that. works for good in this world. And then there are beings, spiritual beings who have a real power, but since they are in rebellion against God, they are using their power for evil. And so when people get involved in witchcraft, fortune telling, anything involving the occult, Um, Anything that calls on a power other than the power of the Creator God, so even calling on lesser gods, you know, those are beings that actually have real power. And so there are, if you are calling on those beings, then you are tapping into a source of power that can accomplish things. But... That is actually working to do harm to you. So, that is why God forbids any type of witchcraft, any type of fortune telling, any mediums, you know, any talking with spirits. God forbids that. And the reason he forbids it is because it's dangerous. And these spirits and beings are working to harm you. So, they may seem friendly at first, but they really aren't. They are battling against you. And I know when I'm saying all this stuff, there are some Christians who are going like, "What? What is, you know, it, it, there it's possible to live out your Christian life and only believe in demons because the Bible says that Jesus cast them out, but to think that you're actually never dealing with the spiritual realm. It's, you know, possible to live a life that very much seems like everything is natural, but you know, if you are a human being living in this world, you have probably had a lot more contact with the spiritual forces of darkness than you think you have. It's just they're also very good at uh, deceiving us and making us think that all this stuff that's happening is just, you know, coming from us or from a natural source. So let's. Okay, I'm just, before I get into sharing the experiential stuff though, let's just ground this solidly in scripture. Jesus, his encounters with people, about one third of the time, he was casting out a demon. So there is tons of evidences in scripture that these beings are real, that they are forces to be dealt with, that they sometimes actually inhabit humans, that they they look for a spirit, they look for a body to inhabit. And Jesus cast demons out of people. Sometimes he cast multiple demons out of people. And sometimes they're called unclean spirits. And it seems like there may even be different types of spirits from the way that Jesus talked. And that, you know, because Jesus said, you know, when a spirit goes out of a man, it goes through arid places, but then it decides to return back to its former home. And when it comes, it brings seven spirits more wicked than itself. So it seems that in the spiritual realm, there are spirits with more power. There are spirits that are even, you know, have different degrees of wickedness. And so, it's it's inescapable, this idea of spiritual beings that war against human beings and that even sometimes inhabit human beings. So, Jesus cast out demons. He sent his disciples to cast out demons. So Jesus sent out his disciples and he sent them out. They cast out demons, they healed people. And when they came back to him, they said this. It says the 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. And that is the key to spiritual warfare. When you are battling the powers of darkness, You have to know that Jesus Christ is Lord and that in his name there is power and that the spiritual forces of darkness must submit to Jesus Christ. So when you're calling on the name of Jesus Christ, you have power and authority backing you up. And when Jesus sends you out which he has sent all of his disciples out. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, then Jesus Christ has given you power and authority over the kingdom of darkness. So um, Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy, nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. So Jesus tells his disciples, you have power and authority. You have power to overcome. You have authority over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. So when you're doing spiritual warfare, you should know that you have Jesus Christ's power and authority backing you up. He has sent you out with power and in his name, the demons must submit. And when you know that, then you don't have to be scared of them. You still have to be wise about the way that you handle things, but just know that your power is greater than theirs. And there are some people who are very terrified of demons and terrified of these beings in the spiritual realm. And you know they do have power so there's a reason to be cautious but you also have to know that you too have power. You have a power that's greater than theirs. You have the power of God. And so you are doing battle with something That is great. And in Second Corinthians chapter 10 says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. So when we talk about all this fighting, we're not talking about a physical fight. We're talking about a spiritual fight. And the book of Ephesians tells us some of the armor that we have in this spiritual fight, that we have the belt of truth the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation. And so what do all these things mean? Well, it is our Jesus Christ has given us everything. We have salvation. Just knowing that you're a saved person and knowing the power of Jesus Christ's salvation, that's a weapon, that's a weapon because the the spiritual realm really hates it that we are saved and that we know we're saved. But when you know you're saved, then you have power to fight. And a lot of what comes against us in the spiritual realm is ideas. Ideas. You're not saved. You're not saved. You're you're just a filthy sinner. You're not saved. So not every idea that ever comes to you as a Christian is actually from your mind. And people have to realize that, that like sometimes what you think you're fighting in the natural, you think you're fighting your own mind, but there are actually beings that are putting ideas in your mind. They want you to believe these things. So the helmet of salvation, know that you are saved. When that kind of thought comes to you, you're not saved. I am saved because Jesus Christ saved me. He promised I'm saved, so I am saved. And so this is the the ways that we fight with the truth, with righteousness. Jesus Christ has given us righteousness in Him. We have the power of the Holy Spirit living in us to live out a godly life, to say no when temptations come to us. So we are fighting a real battle with the powers of darkness that want to trip us up, get us to sin, get us to be in condemnation and feeling judged. They want us to hate other people. They want us to just everything gross and corrupt that humanity can possibly do. That's what the kingdom of darkness is trying to get you to do. So how do we fight that with the truth? with faith, with Jesus Christ's salvation. So we have everything that we need in Jesus Christ to fight these spiritual beings. So if you are having a struggle with something, and you know some people struggle with addiction, some people are struggling with uh, depression, with anxiety, with um, hatred, sometimes anger, lust. So when when these feelings come upon you or if there's just something that you really wrestle with, you may be wrestling also not just with your own mind but with spiritual beings who have an inroad in your life and you need to cut off their power. You can do that by renouncing things of darkness. If you have ever been involved in the occult, You need to renounce that. I renounce my involvement with witchcraft. I renounce my involvement. I I renounce use of pornography. I renounce lust. I repent of it. I turn to you, Lord. And then you say in the name of Jesus Christ, if there is any spirit that is causing this in me, I cut you off in the name of Jesus Christ. You have no place with me. Be gone right now and you have you may have to be persistent it sometimes it happens instantly you know there's been times when i felt a feeling of lust and i just said in the name of jesus christ i command any spirit that is causing lust right now be gone and it- where i have actually immediately felt relief from lust at that point other times it may be a little trickier you know so and i'm going to give you i'm going to tell you a story and this might be a little controversial because a lot of people get the idea that demons can't really inhabit christians or you know um a, that a christian okay they use the word demon possessed which may not be the right word to talk about this but a lot of christians will say you know a christian can't be demon possessed because they are possessed by the holy spirit well That's that it is true that every Christian has the Holy Spirit, every Christian is indwelt by the Holy Spirit. But you know, it's even a Christian who has the Holy Spirit still has the capability to sin, right? So, even though they have the Holy Spirit, they have the actual Spirit of God in them, making them righteous and holy but yet they still we still have the capability to sin. In the same way, it beings, other spiritual beings, demons, can still have access to us in those places, um, you know, in our mind and in our physical body. They do have access to us if we allow them in. And so sometimes we don't purposely allow them to get a hold on us. Sometimes we just like kind of inadvertently let them in by the things that we say and do. So this is a huge topic and I probably won't be able to explain all of this in one video. But anytime that you're saying yes to sin, every time that you are allowing evil in your mind and heart, or not forgiving someone, allowing bitterness to take root, um, allowing sins to develop and continue—that's an open door for a spirit. And so sometimes, and then sometimes it it can be something that is, you know, seemingly out of your control. Um, and so all this to say, Christians can have demons, and that. I know that's controversial. You shouldn't be scared by that. Think of it just like a Christian can have a sin that they need to get rid of. Well, a Christian can pick up a demon and they need to get rid of it. Okay? It doesn't mean that the person is possessed and, you know, they may not show like a manifestation or be... it, It takes a lot for somebody to be totally taken over by a demon like that. but. A Christian can have a demonic problem, and so I'm going to tell a story about that. Um, this is just one of many experiences that I've had. Um, I was at church with my husband, and during church, during the Bible study before church, suddenly Jeremy, my husband, got up and he left. He left and he went out to the car, and. I followed him out and I was like, what's wrong? And he was like, I don't know what happened. I just got suddenly so overcome by despair. I can't explain it. You have to understand, Like, my husband is a very happy-go-lucky person. He's not the kind of person that like feels depressed and certainly not despair. But in that moment, he was like, I just got so overcome by despair. I I just couldn't even stay there. I just feel so awful right now. And do you know even his face looked different. Like I've never seen his face look like that before. When I was looking at him, I was like he looked like a different person to me. And In that moment, I said, I know this is a spirit. I I know just something. I knew that a spirit had come and taken a hold of my husband. And so I right then just started praying in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirit, you must be gone. You must leave him. I command you in the name of Jesus. And nothing happened. Okay, so this is why I'm saying sometimes you have to be a little bit persistent. I still had the nagging feeling like I knew that it was a spirit. I knew that this was totally uncharacteristic of my husband. It came on suddenly, like seemingly out of nowhere. He was just overcome with despair. His face changed, everything was different. And I felt it was a spirit, but I had prayed and, you know, I had commanded the spirit to leave. But nothing happened. He he went home. We went home from church. He, he still had that terrible expression of despair on his face. He went through the next like two or three days going to work, coming home, and he still felt that overwhelming despair. And I was feeling so powerless. I was like, I don't know what to do about this. Like, I felt so bad for him. And I still felt this is a spirit like I know this isn't my husband. This is not the way he is. This is a spirit. But, you know, my first attempt at getting rid of this spirit hadn't worked, so I felt kind of powerless. But, you know, I just after several days of this going on, I was like, I just really think we need to try again. Um, We have to get rid of this spirit. And so I so I just. We, we prayed, we asked God, please help us. Lord, we just, we need you. Holy Spirit, please guide us and, and just show us how to get rid of this. And then I just started commanding the Spirit again. I w- and I just, this time I said, Spirit, I know that you're there. I know that this is not my husband. I know you're there and I am not leaving until you're gone. And for probably about 10 or 15 minutes, I just kept saying, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to go. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to go. And I did not stop. I just kept going. I just kept praying and I kept commanding the Spirit to go. And like I said, it was about 10 or 15 minutes. And then something happened to my husband. He suddenly felt like, he was going through a tunnel like he had his eyes closed but he kind of felt like he was going through a tunnel okay and then all of a sudden it was gone and so the despair was gone from his face he was like totally normal and so this was you know, our experience, we we finally did get rid of that spirit. But sometimes, you know, it, it can be frustrating because sometimes you, you think, I'm doing what I can do, I'm doing this spiritual warfare and it's not going. Um, and sometimes it's persistent. And I don't know why, you know? It's, spiritual warfare is very strange to me dealing with the spiritual realm and that's why I actually haven't done a topic on this I mean I haven't done a video on this up until now and the only reason I'm doing it now is because someone on my channel asked me to do this but it's I like talking about things that I can be sure about and when it comes to dealing with the spiritual realm and casting out demons this is something I do have experience with but I don't understand it all and so, I'll just share a couple of more experiences just to give you more ideas of what can happen. You know, one time I was praying in my Bible study. I was praying for someone for physical healing. I had no intention of encountering a demon. I had no, you know, I, I, I wasn't prepared for that at all but i was praying for someone for physical healing and all of a sudden a demon started manifesting through this person and so i had to cast it out so that has happened um w- another time at bible study and you know there's a lot of spiritual warfare that surrounds you know things that are going on for the lord church services and things like that this is where a lot of this stuff happens in my experience so Another time at Bible study, and this was not a group of Christians, this were these were people who were coming to my house for Bible study, who were new to the Bible, and didn't have a lot of experience with God. They probably had a basic faith in God, but one lady said, you know, I asked people, do you want prayer? And she said, yes, just pray for me. I've been having so much fear. She was like, I can't explain that, I'm just, I've been so fearful. And so I prayed for her um, and, I, and I got the sense that it might have been a spirit that was bringing fear. So I, I said, I command any spirit of fear to leave in the name of Jesus, leave this woman. And the moment that I said that, the woman felt better, but someone else in the Bible study suddenly felt so fearful that he thought he was going to have a heart attack. And so it seems that that spirit went from one person and went to another person. Okay, so now I'm just sharing you guys, this is like I said, these are just my experiences and and I'm not putting these above what scripture says. You know, I've given you some scriptural examples, you know, Jesus cast out a ton of demons and there was a lot of weird stuff that happened with that. So now I'm just sharing my own personal experiences. Take them or leave them, but I have experienced that where a a seem, seems that a spirit went from one person to another. So we also had to pray for that man. Um, and then so what else? Another thing is that sometimes you don't may not understand exactly what is happening, but You may not understand that you're actually dealing with a demon, but they can do a lot of things, they can trick you. Um, And there was one time that I was very tricked, actually it was last year. Um, I was talking to someone online and the person needed help getting delivered from a demon. And so I, I told the person, I can help you, we can have a Zoom call and I can help you. And so she said, Yeah, that would be great. I started talking with her by email and we were making plans and she was fasting and praying and we were preparing to do deliverance for her to cast out this demon that was, you know, that she was wrestling with. So, but a weird thing happened. The day before we were supposed to have this Zoom call and I was going to cast out this demon. So the day before, I suddenly felt overwhelming, like a gross feeling. (laughs) I can't truly explain to you how gross I felt. And I was tricked. I suddenly believed that this person, this girl that I had been talking to, I became convinced that she was actually a man and that she was an Internet stalker. I even thought I knew the identity of the Internet stalker, and I was so certain of this. So looking back, I feel like a demon actually tricked me into thinking that this woman was an Internet stalker. And for that whole day before, I was I was thinking about canceling Um, I wasn't going to have the meeting because I didn't know what would happen. I thought this Internet stalker might like be trying to do something to me. So I, you know, was thinking about canceling the meeting. I was so overcome with fear and a gross feeling that I had never had before that I did nothing but lay in bed that day. (laughs) And it took almost like everything i had to make myself go to that meeting with this woman i was so convinced of this internet stalker i i was absolutely shocked when i i was ready to go to the meeting and just have like some weird guy there and then like weird stuff happened but i was i went anyway because i was like if there's even A one percent chance that this was the girl that the girl was real, and it was actually my husband Jeremy who convinced me. You, you know, there might be a chance it's the girl. I was so convinced that it was not the girl, and I was shocked to when I went to the meeting and it was the girl, and. I had been totally deceived by this demon. I had been taken out of commission. I was like laying in my bed feeling terrible, and it was all a trick. And then on that Zoom meeting, it was very strange. There was, during the Zoom meeting, there was a voice speaking and 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 like weird sounds happening coming through on the Zoom meeting, like rrr, rrr and so uh, all this to say and then like even a voice responding no and stuff like that so anyway that was just a weird and bizarre experience and full disclosure i was not able to cast the demon out of her that day and so like i said when i talk about spiritual warfare it is this is not easy stuff it's It's weird. Sometimes you don't have the success that you want to have. Sometimes it takes time sometimes, you know, there's uh, just it is a real battle. So think about it as a battle where, you know, sometimes you're going to battle and sometimes you know, the the enemy is stronger than you in some way. Maybe you, you, you get tricked or you get deceived, but we know that Jesus Christ is more powerful. And so, we have a greater power with us, but it doesn't mean that we always have immediate victory. And so if you're someone who's struggling with something and you've been wrestling with this for a long time and you know, you feel like maybe it could be more than just a natural, like difficulty that you're struggling with, that it might have a spiritual component, then just know that God is with you. God is more powerful, that you might have to fight a bit, but you can have victory over the powers of darkness. And I also just want to encourage those who have had despair, um, you know, just a feeling of hopelessness or just uncontrollable lust, uncontrollable anger. You know, sometimes you can, and many other things that humans struggle with. Sometimes you can get down on yourself and think, oh, I'm just a bad person. I'm just so terrible. I can't control. And, you know, you have to understand that you are probably not the only source of what's going on, that there are, you're you're part of it. You're, you're cooperating in some way. But that there are probably spiritual beings that are trying to make life harder for you and trying to make you stay in these, you know, bad and evil actions and conditions. So I hope you will feel better knowing that, hey, it's not just me. It's not just that I'm a terrible person. No, Jesus Christ has saved you. He's forgiven you of your sins and he wants to empower you to overcome all the powers of darkness. But again, it is a fight. So don't be discouraged in the fight and and just know that the Lord will help you. The Lord is with you. And so I hope that this has given you some tools to to help you. I think Another tool that's really important is, you know, there are lots of scripture, scriptures that will help you to do spiritual warfare. And I especially recommend the Book of Psalms. Book of Psalms is full of spiritual warfare. So Psalm 3 is one of my favorite psalms for spiritual warfare. It talks about the Lord is a shield around us and that his del- that he delivers us from our enemies. So, if you're struggling right now, go read Psalm 3, read it out loud and call upon the Lord to do that for you what is what is spoken in Psalm 3. Psalm 103 is also a great psalm for spiritual warfare because it says You know, the Lord forgives all our sins and heals all our deceit diseases, the Lord. And so it just read Psalm 103 over yourself and and proclaim those things in the name of the Lord. There are many other Psalms that will help you. Psalm 18. Psalm 18 is a great Psalm for spiritual warfare it says the Lord trains my hands for battle that with my with the Lord I can scale a wall with the Lord I can advance against a troop and I believe it in that same psalm it talks about the Lord coming down and fighting for us so there's many good psalms that are excellent if you are battling the powers of darkness to read those things over yourself and and a lot of them were written by David and he was doing, you know, physical battle against physical enemies, but we know that you know the real battle is actually against spiritual enemies and so the psalms that David wrote talking about his physical enemies those actually apply to our enemies in the spiritual realm. And uh, another thing I want to mention is that, you know, not all enemies, I mean, people are not your enemies. Sometimes there are people who come against us. There are people who dislike us or do evil things against us. Keep in mind that no human being is your enemy, that Actually there are powers of darkness that are your real enemies. That human being is someone who God loves and wants to save. That's why Jesus said, "Pray for your enemies. Do good to those, you know, who who hate you or do things against you." Because what you want to do is snatch that person from the grip of Satan. You want to snatch that person from the powers of darkness and bring that person into the kingdom of light. And the way that we do that is through love. And that is actually the most powerful weapon that we have for, in you know with regard to other people is love. Is loving other people when they see and experience the love of God through you that that will melt their hearts. And so just know that you your enemies are not human beings, your enemies are from another place. Fight against your spiritual enemies and God bless you and God be with you. May he give you strength and victory in your life. And if you're having a spiritual struggle right now, if you need help, if you want help to overcome the powers of darkness in your life, then just put a comment in the comment section. As much as I can, I will respond to you and and try to help you. So let me know if you have a question something that you need help with, and I'll do my best. Okay? God bless you. Thanks for watching. His own self for heavenly food